0: we too. are magic cute it's so cute i could <laughs> die okay i love us to the point of no
1: return oh look speaking of shannon oh yeah she's such a babe I love dude her. she is a babe hey what's up what's up it's your girls i'm rissy and i'm shelves and this is the podcast i totally relate
0: You want to see my most favorite picture of me in the whole entire world? I do. Oh, I you can see my butterfly tattoo,
1: me. and there and is a, a butterfly, butterfly on my finger. And you look beautiful. I love that image. Your nails look amazing. Yeah, dude. I don't think I'm ever going back. Yeah, they're so cute. Are those your those are those your real nails, and then those are the the color presses over. No, nope. really, I went. That's to, a great image. I know. Who took that it? out of you, Taryn? Of course, she did.
0: We went um, with all of our kids. It was crazy. It such a
1: good image. Cool. Oh my gosh. Well, hey, welcome back. Um, it's been forever since I've seen you. <laughs> Yesterday, that damn snowstorm knocked us off our schedule. Yeah.
0: yeah, it threw off my whole schedule entirely. But I did get a lot of chores done because of it. So I guess that's okay.
1: And you got extra time with the kiddos which was so fun.
0: Yeah I did get to have them for like six more hours than normal.
1: Which is amazing. Did you guys um, enjoy your movie night? Yes.
0: Yes we did. We watched Zombies 3 and (laughs) it was so fun. Yeah they're cute. They really don't require that much you know they just want to hang out. Right. just kind of want you to like pay attention to them. But it was nice to just be relaxed with them.
1: Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, our entire day yesterday got thrown off. It was it was really fun and interesting. Um, but it was it was hard not coming down to Utah yeah. County yesterday. I and mean, we literally got like a foot and yeah. a half of snow. Yeah, I feel like you like, guys
0: got way more than we did.
1: Um, I got a ton of snow and then I was supposed to have a facial yesterday, and um my my girl lives in Sa- or works in santa and she was saying that they got like nearly two feet and oh, so okay. i'm so grateful that i didn't drive down i was like that would have been so silly of me to drive from salt lake all the way to Santaquin and back yesterday <laughs> why would i do that um we and can so it, though for the facial oh yeah well and for you and like our yeah. recording like for sure so yeah but justin didn't um he ended up getting work canceled and so we um stayed at home we rearranged our we have a bookshelf that we brought into my office and um rearranged our living room so that I can have more space uh, for yoga when I when I get down and roll around on the floor I feel like I don't have enough space yeah. <laughs> so I needed needed <laughs> to move it <laughs> Justin's like you don't have enough room to roll around here I'm like no I, I need more <laughs> So we've like been moving, moving, and rearranging. In fact, I'm pretty sure Jaden and Justin were gonna kill me. Uh, my little brother Jaden's living with us, and um, I made him come upstairs. <laughs> we rearranged my entire living room twice, <laughs> and then I said, "Put it all back." <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Jaden was like, "I'm not mad." i'm not mad at all it was really funny we like spent that the day yesterday it, it was yeah. like a total snow day it was fun so yeah. anyways you really
0: felt like you like captured the essence of a snow day <laughs>
1: <laughs> what else would we do on a snow day besides rearrange all the furniture yeah. and then put it back
0: okay listen shelves i'm not gonna lie i feel like this leaves us perfectly into ours. i feel like we always find a perfect segment
1: that's how perfect it works. segue. tell me why <laughs> Because I'm not
0: seeing it. (laughs) Okay, because what we're talking about is like personal, personal identification. But like in order to get to that, I was going to talk about like how I kind of felt like I went through a cycle and I've like kind of settled back down. And in my settling down, what I'm doing as of recently is romanticizing my own life and like literally just living my dream life. Right. I am like legitimately living my dream life right now intentionally. Like what do I... Dream of doing right now, like yeah, okay. And then I do it, and I love it. And this has to do with what we were talking about because that's exactly what you were doing. So I'm like romanticizing my life. And yesterday, you just like had like this picture perfect snow day. (laughs) Oh
1: yeah. You should really talk about how you've been romanticizing your life. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay, So this is how we get there. We do have to go back a little bit further. Right. um when i was still in my marriage okay and like okay. not doing very like i think i was very focused and i was i was so intentional about my energy every day right i was consistent with my routines i was like i was aware Your that i was lines. going through something very difficult and in order mm-hmm. to do it the way that i wanted to i was going to have to be so focused right and so then when everything was finalized and everything worked out in the way that I had hoped that it would, you know, I like got the place that I wanted right. and like I decorated it like cute as hell. Like I, I went, so I felt like being pushed down, pushed down, pushed down, pushed down, pushed down, pushed down until finally, whew, and I felt like I was like, rocket, Right. Whoa. Like it, I felt like I was living a high. Right. The freedom, the, like, the attainment of the goal I was moving towards, like, the feeling of safety, that catching myself, like, it was rocket high, it felt like.
1: And
0: then, um, and then I feel like reality set in and, like, I came down. Like, as high as I shot up, it was as low as I dropped down. And... Getting through the holidays was really, really tough, and I mean, I think my energy was way off, way off, Um, and I was just doing things to, like, get through the days that I didn't have my kids, like, it was really, really tough, and... I was having a very, I would probably say like I, one of my drugs of choice would be like attention from boys. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like I was just like...
1: It took my brain a minute to like really hear what you said, <laughs> but it's true. I yeah, it I, is true. Th- that that's like, a, like I, I think, think that's I, like I can use that like a drug for like, sure.
0: When I can get their attention, it feels really like my body floods with dopamine, right. all the good shit that you right. want to feel. I feel when I can capture that attention, right? And so I think I like leaned into that really too hard in that time in an effort to like really make it through something really difficult and so okay were you gonna say something
1: well I was just gonna say that like I'm not sure that you leaned in I think that what you're kind of describing is like the cycle of a divorce like yeah like the aftercoming of it like your closing became difficult and Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like that's Pretty common, yeah. Um, like at the end, like, you know what I mean. I don't know. Um, but then you get out of it, and I feel like it's like freedom, yeah. Just like so much excitement to like move forward, um, and and because there really is things to be happy for. It's not like you were like faking your happiness, yeah. Um, but then the settling, I think, can often that's like where the nurturing Mm -hmm. has to come in you know what I mean yeah so like there was a lot of hurt and there's like a lot of pain that need is tending to and I feel like most stories or like the cycle of divorce is okay so then you go to some to some sort of um I don't know drug of choice yeah some kind of coping mechanism right like
0: some kind of coping mechanism
1: and that looks different for a lot of people. Yeah. But it can be, I think, described as like the wild face. Yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. oh, you're being wild. Yeah. Wh- whatever that might like look. Like similar or...
0: to a going away to college face. Sure. Similar. Sure. Vibes. Yeah. Like energy. a breaking
1: out and it's like, uh, I don't know, you're, you're different. You're, mm-hmm. you're changing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Knowing full well,
0: I absolutely am changing. Right. And you I are am changing on
1: purpose. Right. Okay.
0: So what it felt like is when that initial like takeoff, like, whoa, I have my own place and I got my, I got a new car. And like, right. I, like, I upgraded my life. Boom. Relatively quickly. Yes. And, and the high of that, everything being new and changing as it like continued to go up, felt more and more unattached to anything. Just like a free, a freeness, you know, that was desirable for a moment. But then when you take that and you put it in like a downward motion, then free falling actually doesn't sound ideal. And so that same unattached (laughs) feeling that I wanted so much became like a really scary feeling yeah and then I and I wanted to be attached again like Mm -hmm. desperately and so because that was like the way that like my that that's would be the most familiar thing to me and so you know after having gone through all of that and I feel like I'm in a place where I'm feeling more settled and realizing oh I just experienced like um an identity crisis Mm -hmm. where I went from most of my time being identified as like a mom or a wife and then having 50% of the time I'm not a mom and 100% of the time I'm not a wife anymore and so that just like leaves this open space for what Mm -hmm. you know and It's fun now because I feel like, okay, well, I want to be intentional about like who I am or how I show up or like how I present myself in this world, what kinds of experiences I have. But it was like kind of scary at first being like, oh my God, who, who am I? Yeah. And so like I had to like go back to like the last time I remember being myself. Mm. And I think that it's, I'm like 17 years old. Mm. I like legit, and I am not going to lie to you guys. I am 100% living my teenage dream right now. 100%, 100%.
1: (laughs) What is that? Katy Perry song? Yeah, teenage Uh, dream. (laughs) Teenage Mm -hmm. dream.
0: Yes. So that's what I'm experiencing right now, which leads me back into like, okay, so if I'm going to purposely decide my identity and decide what my experience is going to be like how would I do it and I am loving the decisions I'm making as of late
1: (laughs) yes tell us more and a lot
0: of it does include just feeling so romantic about myself Mm. and my experience and my situation you know and so like uh, I like cute little setups. Like I like to have a cute little table with Polaroids on it, and like an acute pop of color of something. Like I like yeah. to look everywhere in my house and be like, "That looks cute," you
1: know. Like <laughs> right, we're like it's true. And everything every corner looks like a mood so board, cute. you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so
0: just feeling I'm feeling like I'm in an environment that is just so cute mm-hmm. or so like feminine or so, um. I don't know, nostalgic in a way, I guess. I think because I realize, like, I'm living out something really special right now. Mm. And so, like, being able, like, I want to, like, have my mind have things to picture when I reflect back on this time, you know? Yeah. And so, like, everything's cute. It is really cute. And so, yeah, okay, so then this leads me into the coffee shop. Okay, so I'm... So things that are like my dream life include the fact that I am enrolled in a master's program. Um, I'm in school uh, to become a certified mental health counselor. And so I'm so excited about like that profession and everything I'm learning. Uh, My class, like I have a class that I love reading the textbook. And, like, I can't wait to, like, jump on and, like, join a discussion with my professor about, can you believe this headline? Right. You know, and getting his response back. That's, like, the response of validation mixed with, like, a wise old owl. And so I actually really like this professor. I texted my mom the other day and I was like, I want to ask him to be my mentor. I really like, I mean, I think he's very um, influential for me right now. But anyways, what
1: what does a, what does a mentor mean? Like, what does that mean? Like,
0: as I get into my career, like, you know, like when I have questions about like ethics or, Mm. you know, if I get into a situation where like, man, I haven't come across this before. Like he would be somebody that like, I would want to reach out to because he has such a depth of knowledge and experience. He's, um, he's this old guy from the Bronx and he was, you know, trying to bring mental health to community facilities in the heart of all of this, like back in the 60s.
1: Wow. Okay. And So he
0: has some really interesting stories. His connections are genuine. Um, And so he shares a lot of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so it's. I love it. Like, so this is my dream life, right? Like I, I love it. I love the class I am taking. I love the conversations I'm having. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so, but sometimes it can be hard because all my work is on the computer, right? Like you have right. to read so much. Um, and then when I'm editing for ITR. And so in order to like keep myself in a focused and like fun state of mind, I'll go to the coffee shop. And so I was at the coffee shop the other day and just like looked around and like, There's like a little vase of flowers on my table and like the sun, my new sunnies I just bought were like folded up and like set nicely next to like my little iPad that I was like typing on and like I have like my super yummy latte. Like I was just like, whoa, whoa. And I like have, I've got headphones on and I'm listening to like my favorite like Doja Cat song and I'm just like, wow, this is exactly how i want to spend my time yeah and it is so lovely so yeah just kind of Mm. so now i'm in that part of the cycle you know so i don't know i don't know what comes next but
1: (laughs) we'll all witness
0: it as i roll right on into it but right now it's like that closing of that dark depth cycle and more into a Mm. you know like seeing the sunlight again
1: right It's interesting with big life changes because they're so unpredictable and I think that in some ways they're so predictable. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... um, 100%. I think that it's really beautiful to witness you being in this space of authentic joy. Yeah. Of like, okay, no, I am moving through my day with intention and choices and, um, you going to the coffee shop. I love how you do that. I love how you go and do your homework. You even met your friends there who also had work to do. So it wasn't like a friend meetup. It was like a, we're boss babes and we're getting shit done meetup.
0: Okay. Shelby, I was going to say, and I think this well, um, I hope that this inspires you to like kind of mm. dive into your experience with this as well. But I feel like for me, the thing that's been the difference, like the catalyst that took me out of that low unattached space right. um, to bring me to where I feel like, oh, I'm back in the sunlight again is keeping commitments to myself. Oh. I started like, OK, you know what? I'm going to do this today yeah and i would do that and when i would meet when i would keep my commitment to myself it like i'm like oh yeah there she is yeah okay Mm -hmm. i trust you like you're there like we're here like okay we're going to get through this and so um i think that that's yeah that keeping the commitments to myself pulled me out of like a really dark part of the cycle
1: yeah I think that, um, commitments have been my anchor point and my like directional compass. Mm -hmm. Um, because I guess like the, the more that I grow or expand, the more that I realize it's me and my journey Mm -hmm. and like any time that I'm living outside of myself, or you know, outside of my lane, um, I think it can just like, and sometimes like we have to, right? Like mm-hmm. you go through a divorce, you can't just be all about you. Like that's so. Like we go through our life experiences, but I think that like when we touch back and we do like our own body scan and just start to realize, like, okay despite what's going on outside of me, these are the things that I can control. And I love that. um, (coughs) Sorry, excuse me. Um, I love that it's just been like a snowball thing. Like you didn't just like wake up today and start doing all of these small habits. They they slowly built. It was, okay, I'm going to buy myself flowers. Oh, that's cute. But it doesn't have to be all purchases, but more of like, slowly building on the things that you get joy out of yeah, and then prioritizing those things in your life and, like, making room for the shitty parts, you know what I mean, like, when they show up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I've recognized that, like, I actually have, like, more bandwidth to navigate challenging situations when I have spent some time, like, in my... my own safe space, my own right. safe environment. And I feel like, okay, I actually can navigate difficult situations better yeah. because I'm not like totally fried. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. Okay. But, uh, before we were, before we hit record, we were talking and you were, you were mentioning to me about, um, you know, cause I feel like I just like went, I expressed going through like this cycle of divorce Mm -hmm. and you were mentioning to me how like you're kind of going through your own cycle of like um change like changing your lens or changing your perspective Mm -hmm. and so like that is the transformation that you are yeah experiencing right now
1: yeah I am going through I feel like my own changes currently um I'm actually really excited uh maybe nervous could be a better word for that (laughs) but um I feel that mm, I would say since Costa Rica in November yeah traveling is like a really big um self-identifier for me it's really easy for me to see myself on the map like after um I've traveled especially out of country and um I think that like when you just get out of your consistent daily routines in your own environments and you can see new ways of living and that there's a hundred thousand different ways to live. My transformation has kind of just been on this journey ever since like getting back from, um, Costa Rica. And I think that switching up my perspective and, Winter is always new, new for me because Justin, um, Mm. re-inhabits like our space fully, you know, with like the fire season coming to a close at the end of the, at the end of the year. And so I just feel like, and then winter in and of itself is like this transition Mm -hmm. too, you know? Yeah. Um, but lately I feel like what I've really been stepping into, um, And I think through the power of my commitments, like you were saying towards yourself, like the commitments that I've made to me and um, my daily routines have exponentially like created a shift and it's Mm -hmm. over like time. Um, But over the last couple of months, I feel I did a yoga training um, in... uh, January, I think mm-hmm. it was. I did my Reiki 2 attunement. It. It's not a yoga training. It's its own thing. Um, but th- that brought like some new reading of scripts and like some yeah. like like a reemerging of studying um and learning and knowledge and I feel like it kind of just I realized that I'm living kind of in this track, this habitual track of frustration like what I'm feeling as a frustration and I think that it's hmm, hold on let's break that down a little bit more not necessarily frustration coming up for me it it was seeing something was always coming to like a negative head in my life like Mm -hmm. whether it was the way that I was viewing my relationship or my work stuff or my social um interactions like it like I feel like it always is starts to lead to a level of frustration. Yeah. And um I recently had someone share with me that like we really should only listen to our bodies like when we're um oh, hold on, we should always listen to our bodies, but our higher wisdom or like our in- intuitive self yeah. isn't always talking. Like they're not the ones that are yeah. always chirping. Yeah. And so to listen to like our intuitive self, to make like big life decisions. And I'm talking things like, maybe I should leave my job. Maybe I should leave my relationship. Maybe I should leave whatever situation. Yeah. Um, and I think that like change and leaving is good. Um, but sometimes for me, that can be an anxiety response. Yeah. It can be like a... Frustration. Yes, exactly. I'm I'm, so, I'm, a very flighty person. Um, and so this lens that I feel like I've been wearing is one of frustration where it just feels like I always feel like I end up frustrated with whatever situation I get yeah. myself into. No matter how good it is at the beginning, no matter how much passion or excitement I have toward yeah. that thing, one day at some given point... Mm-hmm. I'm getting frustrating energy yes. and I had to like kind of sit with myself after I did this Reiki attunement um, of just realizing what is my energy and what where am I acting in patterns? where am I acting in this filter um, and can I take it off like is this mine to own? can I can I control some of this And so I have really just I don't know what are some things that I've done over the last couple of months um I feel like I've had some really hard honest conversations with Mm -hmm. myself um about past um energy or relationships that I feel like still affect me Mm -hmm. um and I had to get really honest with how they were affecting me and then how I was allowing past to overrun present day so it'd be like I'd wake up on a Tuesday morning in 2023 and I'm being affected by an energy of 2003 or you know what I mean like just like feeling I don't know just like I'm living in a storyline rather Mm -hmm. than like living in my present life and so this friend who was saying to listen to your body, um, in these moments of tenseness. Like if you've had a really long day, you didn't sleep well the night before, maybe you just spill a glass of water or, um, and then your significant other or a child asks you a question and you like spat, like, that might not be your intuitive self. Like that might yeah. not be your yeah. most true voice. But like when you're driving in your car and you've got your favorite drink that you're sipping yeah. on and suddenly mm-hmm. your favorite tune comes yeah. onto the radio and you look at the clock and it's eleven eleven, mm-hmm. and you're feeling right. And then suddenly you think, hey, maybe I should try this. I think that's your intuition talking <laughs> to you, like in those moments. Yeah. I think that's like when you yeah. should listen. Yeah. Okay. And I think zooming out or like perspective back to Shelby is that I've been listening a lot to the voice that's griping in the moments of frustration. Mm. Um, rightfully so. In that moment, yes, I am tired. Should I be making a life decision right now, though? Probably not. Like maybe, Mm. maybe I shouldn't be thinking about these things. And so um, I've kind of walked myself into an energetic um, and like spiritual cleanse, um, which I'm going into this weekend that I'm really excited for. I'm actually sitting down with Kat, um, who you all know, darkness is benevolent in and of itself
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oopsie. Yes. yes. Kat's episode. We'll um, put the link in the show notes.
1: Yeah. We'll definitely link her episode because she, she is a vibe. She is a medicine woman. She's a wise woman. Yes, she is. And you want to know what? Actually, that's fucking weird. Um, <clears throat> so when Kat sat down and recorded with us, mm-hmm. she was leaving to go to a training. Was it? Nicaragua I can't remember um she sent me this beautiful packet uh to go and receive this this training mm-hmm. of combo which I'm taking from cat. yeah so it's actually that's interesting kind of yeah. comes full circle and she
0: was telling me about it and I was interested I thought I was
1: gonna do it yeah <laughs> here I am <laughs> yeah yeah so I'm doing combo this weekend I get to um sit with the spirit of the frog um and if you're not familiar with what um, combo medicine is, it's an ancient practice um, that is administered from frog poison Mm -hmm. um, with a practitioner who I feel very, very safe with and very trusted in. um, And I will have a cleanse and I'll purge any stagnant and negative energy that I have carried with me or, um, partook in and so that I can just like, yeah, like holding on to, um, that, that's, that's a big, gigantic whole body. Yes. For me like that. And I kind of wish it was a whole body. Hell no. Yeah. It's (laughs)
0: intense. Yeah. I really don't want to do it. (laughs) I haven't signed up for it yet because I'm like, yeah, I see the appeal and I am not ready for that.
1: Right. Yeah, I want to be careful with the language that I use because I I do have like a lot of fear um and like resistance. It doesn't sound fun. Um, basically, you know. Yeah. purging out both ends and sweating and yeah. you know. Um so it is like a very physical um f- yeah thing like it's like a physical thing that happens manifestation yeah but then it's also a very spiritual and energetic um cleanse which I'm really looking forward to so I guess like I'll see you guys on the other side yeah bro like yeah I'll see you on the flip side you will um but I'm walking into that this weekend um in hopes of you know releasing that lens that I've kind of kept on of uh, frustration. And so yeah. I think that like cycles kind of bring out even though like we're going through complete and, and total different things, I've also noticed in my life um throwing of tantrums, if you will, mm-hmm. going to coping mechanisms over like the last couple of months. Like I've noticed um some hard things coming up. Justin and I have had like some I've started some weird fights and, you know, just like having some anxious energy. And um, then I've also had a setback of realization and slowing down of what am I committed to? Mm-hmm. Who am I committed to? Yeah. Like, where am I going? Um, and what do I want? Yeah. And so, like, that pullback, the recognition of commitments and then the moving forward of oh yeah, this is beautiful. And yes. this is, um, I've had some really magical moments this last week, including, you know, rearranging my house and. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Can we talk so, about date nights? Yeah, dude. I love date nights, please.
0: Okay. Because I feel like that's part of it too, right? Yeah. So like I'm in like, I'm in dating life. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Welcome to dating life. Um, I dated a whole bunch and I've like scaled way back because I feel like that's it's a lot it, that takes a lot from me right um and i am currently dating someone that i feel like is meeting any dating needs that i might have right right um and so i'm telling you about our dates we're going on
1: yeah dude
0: and shelby's starting to date it up yo <laughs> we're in jay dogger
1: being all datey now <laughs> Dude, Jay and I are so daty. It's not even funny. It's Dude, been, I love it. It's been actually so fun. And it's true. Um, Carissa has completely inspired me and Justin. Um, I actually don't know if Justin knows that Carissa's the inspiration. <laughs> Surprise. But
0: that's like weird. Homeboy,
1: I got your back. <laughs> Surprise. Wait, hold on. Actually, you know, what episode? Is it the first episode of season four where you, you're just singing? Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Justin will just be in the house and then all of a sudden I'll just hear him. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yes. No way. Uh, so oh my so God, so that silly. makes
0: me so happy. He's okay. a good guy.
1: Um. <laughs> anyways, so yeah, Justin and I have totally been dating. And in fact, this weekend was so fun freaking fun yeah what did you guys Um, do we had so much fun we um we got bikes uh oh my gosh end of last year okay and it was a really nice weekend it was the nba all-stars right and we pulled our bikes out we rode to downtown we got a few drinks so we were pretty tipsy um And we, like, rode, met some friends. We went downtown, grabbed some dinner. And then um we tried to watch the – they were doing, like, a snowboarding rail jam event. Mm-hmm. But they ended it early, so we missed it. But – um and then, yeah. The, so we just, like, rode our bikes, which I'm a yeah. sucker for riding bikes. Like, yeah. I –
0: Why? Because do you feel like you're kind of romanticizing your life Ugh. as you're just, like, strolling down the street, wind yes. in
1: your hair –
0: you're sure. looking
1: around, sure, and like for me, I literally was always on a bike as a child. Yeah, like I lived my childhood on yeah. my bike. Like, um, I loved it. Like, I love. Okay, so on Saturday when we went, um, so we met up with Aaron and Alex, um, our two friends, and they like we went to dinner and we were all talking and I'm like, listen, I love. Right, like, because I can't help it. I'll be like just writing down the street. I'm such a dork. I'll be like, (laughs) woohoo! Yay! (laughs) Like, I cannot. Just like, and if we do (gasps) something. Outbursts of joy from your mouth. (laughs) I, yeah, I can't, I can't help it. Like, I just love riding bikes. It's like so fun. And like when the weather's good and you're with friends and yeah. everybody was like kind of giggling at me, um, kind of poking fun. And I was like, it just, it's so fun. Cause like as a kid, you were just riding your bike and you didn't know where you were going. Yeah. Right. But like riding a bike is hard. Like yeah. it's hard, especially like. When you're out and about, you're not controlling what your resistance is. Or yeah. you know, like you're just if you gotta get up that yeah. hill, you're just if like that's the direction you're going, you gotta pedal harder. <laughs> yeah, and like if that's like where your friends are going and I don't know, like you don't even realize that you've like worked out so hard because you're with Oh my gosh, and you're Pelotoning it up. So you are ready. You're ready to hit the streets. Oh my oh, gosh. Shelves <laughs> is ready for this treat, I've just been yo. screaming, dude. You should have heard everybody. Every in downtown Salt Lake, we people were only referring to me as Peloton Peach because I'm just, all my friends, Peloton Peach is coming through. I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> so, yes, I do. It's like, <laughs> so amazing. It's so fun. That's what I'm talking about. But it's like biking is fun because like you work really hard mm-hmm. and then like, when we were out and about like we were sitting down at dinner and grabbing ourselves a drink like we were having like yeah. these really fun rewards yeah and yeah like romanticizing the hell out of yeah. it you know well when you're having fun I think that you naturally start to romanticize you start yes. to see more things that are
0: yeah fun and yeah. exciting
1: and well um, listen if we're looking for a dopamine hit because you know we
0: are yes bitches always be on the lookout for a <laughs> dopamine hit <that's> um true. <laughs> So here, like, okay, so let's take this option. So we have, I can get my dopamine hit by, like, flirting hardcore with some cutie patooties. (laughs) Sounds fun. Or, you know, we could go for a bike ride. Right, right. And enjoy that energy and like that dopamine hit and like I think it does hit different you right. know like the s- sustainability of it the memory of it right like the it's more like reaffirming your joy your pleasure your purpose you know right, right. and so yeah if you have the opportunity to romanticize your life Take it, take that <laughs> opportunity, it. romanticize, romanticize it, yep. like right. let it feel good. Like what, right. what sounds
1: like mm, desirable but, to do. You but know? here's the thing though, is I think it's a practice. Yeah. Oh I yeah. I think it's, I think you have to show up. And I think that if you can just make showing up a practice, yeah ever like Okay,
0: listen what it is, Shelves. Let me tell you what it is. It is... If you're going to do that, then you have to believe that you are worth... Mm. That that person that you're doing it for is worth all the commotion mm. of romanticizing your life. Okay. Like, you have to have some self-worth in okay. order to do that you know what i mean right if not you're not gonna you're not gonna go that extra length you're not going to take that time you're not going to commit to it because you don't
1: believe it's worth it Mm, but this is like where i think that sneaky little practice of showing up can come through yeah you know what i mean like so if you find yourself like not feeling that you're worth xyz um choose one thing and just show up at that yeah like is it drinking is it drinking enough water to stay hydrated a day cool do that yeah just do that and and if that's the only thing that you do yeah then, then stick with it and naturally like attracts like yeah it just does
0: for me, I felt like it started with like, okay, I'm going to dedicate an hour of my time today to the paper that right. I need to write this week. Right. And so like an hour of my time didn't finish the job. Right. Like I wasn't done with my paper. Right. Um, it was still on my list the next day, but I felt good about it because I gave it the time that I said I would. Right. And so when I came back to it the next day, I'm feeling, I don't feel like anxious about it. I feel proud of myself right and so I think it does it does change everything but it wasn't like the commitment to myself wasn't some audacious thing right some could argue it was maybe below part maybe I should have aimed higher
1: (laughs) no girl just do your homework (laughs) actually you know what though like sometimes like homework is so overwhelming that sometimes all you can do is just like try to do your homework yeah yeah. I've been there. I've been in that before. So.
0: Yeah. So I think you're right. I think it is um making commitments mm-hmm. and then keeping them to yourself. Yeah. And ones that are truly for yourself. Because I can tell you, like, as, uh, well, back to the self-identity thing, right? Like, as a mom and as a wife, like, I always followed through on those commitments. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, it's specifically the commitments to yourself. That exactly. I feel like we kind of give up and let go easier. And so, yeah. Exactly. What What would you say your little, what was your first little step towards it? Like, if mine was, like, one hour of homework, like, mm. What were you doing? Because it's going to look different for everybody.
1: Yeah, I feel like it looks different for me. And sometimes, like right now, the commitment in my life is to my whole body. Like Mm -hmm. me as a whole body. And so that's my sleeping habits. That's my eating habits. um, And like the way that I move my body. I'm really blessed in my life. And currently I'm in a really safe position. I have Mm -hmm. a lot of security. Um, I'm blessed with a lot of stability when I'm not in that space of like, Whoa, I'm so blessed. And I love my life. Um, I'm learning that it's often because I'm not sleeping or because I'm not eating. It's not because Ooh. I actually don't have a good life. Like I have a really good life. Yeah. Um and it's the rem- I think everybody can get too zoomed in. You know, the yogis say like if you like if you're too zoomed in, like do something to like actively zoom out. Um and when I'm really frustrated or when I'm really in a place of of discontent a lot of the times I'm I'm literally and figuratively too zoomed in I'm Mm -hmm. picking things on my body I'm you know I'm like trying to pop pimples or trying Mm -hmm. to pop an ingrown hair or I'm complaining about what the insides of my cupboards look like or I'm (laughs) nitpicking something or somebody um and for me that's Justin um and the reality is, is that Justin is an amazing human being who I'm good to be a part of. And if I'm like nitpicking him, then I'm like, I'm way too zoomed in. Like I'm yeah. way too zoomed in because the fact is, is that Justin is a great guy. Yeah. I, you know, or, or I have a great life or, you know, whatever it is. Um, Like, so I think that sometimes it's like my thoughts aren't matching the reality that I have. Like, the, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I think that when I care for myself, when I stay in my body, when I stay in my lane, that that's been my biggest realization, yeah. um, is when I'm acting out of me, like for somebody else, like in a marionette way, like an acting, um, or if I'm, mm. woe is me and like way too like, um martyring, Mm -hmm. like, way too zoomed in on myself. Like, I don't know, like, I just think that it can be really sneaky. Um, but I think that, yeah, like, caring, I don't know, we just have to be really, really careful and, and, like, precious with what's our reality and, like, what's the thoughts inside of our head and, like, Mm -hmm. what's our patterns and, like, these habitual things and like where can you take control of yourself yeah and I think that like for me I've had to learn so much about safety like safety is the biggest thing like if I don't feel safe then then that's literally the only thing that my body is going to try to figure out is safety yeah and like there's a lot of things that can compromise your safety yeah and I think that my commitment has to be to my nervous system yeah And, um, I've had to, I don't know, like I've really judged myself. I've really had judgment towards myself of when I like feel unsafe in spaces that I feel like I should be shining or somebody else shines or, um, like, and I've had like a lot of judgment and I've tried to like be a certain way, but I've had to like set back and like realize that. My commitment is to my nervous system. Yeah. And no matter what my brain thinks I should be doing right now, like, if I actually listen, like, my nervous system is saying, do something different than what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And um, that can be, like, a really hard mind thing because sometimes I'm more committed to my mind than I am to my body. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be a battle, you know, but like, I just feel like I've had to really realize in the last couple, I don't know. I don't want to say the last couple months because I think that's honestly everybody's lifelong journey. Like, I don't think I'm alone in that, but like, it's been at the forefront of my mind and at the forefront of my actions of realizing I've got to stay in my own lane and I've got to really look at, um, I just feel like everything is yoga. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. Let's say, let's say you can, let's say you can do the splits. Okay. You can do the splits. Well, you went out with your friends and you danced too hard and you hurt your hamstring and you're doing yoga. I would. Yeah. That's a realistic That's like a reality. Yeah. You you could do that. Um, but then you go and do yoga. You probably can't do the splits that day. Yeah. That's yeah. actually probably a really, really bad idea for your body is for you to try to do the splits right now. Yeah. In fact, probably the best thing for your body in that yoga practice at that time is to do more grounding things like maybe like yeah. a child's pose or to lovingly caress and massage and give yeah. attention to your hamstring, right? Um. And I, I think that like figuratively I've had to look at my life and say, in what ways do I have no business doing the things that I'm doing like mm-hmm. where um and it doesn't mean that I can't like just because you have a hurt hamstring doesn't mean that you can't do the splits. Yeah. It means you have a hurt hamstring today. Yeah. And so um I've, I've figuratively been trying to feel like yeah where where am I and what do I need? And so my commitment is to my nervous system and I know that I can regulate my nervous system to through eating correctly um sleeping well uh, moving my body
0: yeah
1: being honest with myself and others like yeah that I've had some really hard conversations with Justin and where I feel really silly of like (laughs) we um okay I read a book with uh a dear friend of mine freaking shout out to Ricky love you so much um but the, the last, or It Ends With Us by Colleen mm-hmm. Hoover. Have you...
0: No, but did you recommend it to me? I think I, don't I know. need to. You probably yeah. should read it. It's, yeah. it's a,
1: Colleen Hoover is such a, she's a great author, Um, but Are she... they kind of
0: dirty books a little bit? Oh yeah, she's got okay. like some
1: really good sex scenes. Okay. Um, but... Um, in this book, the the main character meets this guy and they're super steamy. They've mm-hmm. got like such good connection. And the characters, they say um, naked truth.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: it's like, hey, I'm being really vulnerable. Two characters, they do a naked truth and then they'll yeah. say something at the back end of it. And Justin and I have just adopted that. Okay. Like, so we'll just okay. be like, um, so I'll be... I might be acting really angrily or, um, really silly, And then I'll just be like, naked truth. I know I'm in the wrong and I need to just take five minutes to myself. Like, and, oh, and when I come back, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this or like, hey, like, so I've really just grasped onto naked truth. Yeah. Um, naked truth. I totally want to have sex right now naked truth. I'm not even listening to a word that you're saying come out of your mouth. And I know that what you're saying is important, yeah. but right now all that I can think about is the dirty dishes. Can I finish the dishes and then come back and yeah chat with you? It has been saving me. Whoa. Naked truth. Yeah. Game changer. Game truth. Because, and I told Justin, like, the premise of it. Like, whatever comes out of my mouth, it's like, I'm being really sensitive. So, it could be, like, naked truth is, um, I feel like all you're looking at is my thighs Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. You know, like, whatever. Like, it could be, like, real. And Justin's like, Mm -hmm. wait, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, uh, like,
0: anything that is, like, a naked truth is, like, a judgment you have on yourself. mm -hmm. So, you're exposing your own weak spots yeah and you're saying like, so you're like if you said something about this just so you know it could crumble me because i already right you know like this is already tough for me so if i have my voice and your voice in weighing in on the issue so yeah i think that that's
1: a lot of vulnerability yeah so it's been um i don't know how we got onto the subject of that naked truth but i felt like that was a fun little nugget
0: yeah, that's why super were we talking moment. about that? Um, because we were talking about
1: I don't know. Now all that I'm thinking about is Justin. <laughs> <laughs> it all came up with how you've been giving me yeah. some really fun yeah. Um, I actually feel like the listeners would appreciate this. Okay, I kind of hate referring to people as the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. Just so you know, like I hate that. <laughs> Um, I said that in last episode. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm taking that out of my vocabulary immediately. Um, but the thing Wait, that I want to... I don't why? know. I just don't like it. I don't, I don't know.
0: People who are listening to the podcast, you don't want... You have a no, judgment about the, in the context the that I'm
1: using it, like the way that I, like the, I don't know. Like the way that it's being used is not like... <laughs> it's not cool-y. cool okay <laughs> okay
0: what do you think the listeners would appreciate
1: uh how you um f- have formulated like um to do intentional time like mm-hmm. and and why like uh I don't want to yeah. like still like yeah your story but do you know with my friend right now yes yeah okay with your friend so I have a friend we have you're not- very artistically <laughs> amazing friend <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Am I allowed to say that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't like defined the relationship at all. But I'm not dating anybody else. So
1: Right. Um,
0: and I don't know. I guess that's fine. I think that's why we haven't like defined the relationship. Like if he is like, I'm okay with that because right. I'm not like I'm not wanting anything more serious than what we currently have. Mm-hmm. But basically what it leads to is um Finding really fun ways to like spend time together, like actually go on dates, because right. if not, then it just becomes really, like, I don't know, you just like hook up. It, then it becomes, then you just feel like, oh my gosh, we're just like a hookup. We're yeah, you can up.
1: fall so easily into yeah. that's only how we spend our time together. Yeah. Dating can be really tricky yeah. with that because that's like the really fun part of dating yeah. and then it also can be yeah. the doozy of it Yeah, too. because
0: I'll tell you what it is. It it feels like something super vulnerable to share right away, right? but then when you do that and you lean on that, then you actually aren't being vulnerable at all because you're missing opportunities to like really be known to somebody. Sure. Um, you just hijacked it because you kind of like did it a little soon. Right. So it kind of felt vulnerable at first, I guess, mm. would be how I experienced maybe um uh actually really um enjoy this person's company a lot uh and so i've just like we've just we're like actually dating like we don't assume that the other person it has time for us like we ask and then you know whoever asks like comes up with something to do and then we usually do like a fun date and yeah. Our time together is, like, really fun. So we went to Prohibition. Yeah. Which, okay, so in season three, we interviewed Shannon Ricks. She is a an incredible therapist. She works with folks who have eating disorders and disordered eating. Mm-hmm. And in her um, spare time, she is, uh, um, she's also an artist in, like, the vocal arts and yeah. acting and such. And so she performs at this speakeasy um, known as prohibition it's like over by fashion place mall and um it's like the everybody who works there dresses the vibe it's like super 20s 30s like flapper girls yeah, super. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you feel like maybe like the mafias here with <laughs> that you know like the mob or something yeah, you know okay, okay. Uh, and and they always have, like, different events going on. And so Shannon performs. She'll do, like, burlesque shows and she sings, which um, I cannot wait. I can- We have to go. We have to. You and I have okay. to go. Okay, let's do it. Um, but I went there just recently with my friend. And we went on a night that they had, like, a jazz band playing. And so it – oh, and um, he had ordered, like, an old-fashioned. And they, like, smoked it. And so, like, they brought it out in, like, this little, you know – whiskey shot glass with like a lid on it and it's like just thick white just so much thick white and then they like set it down and like open the lid and like waft it around so like the air like (laughs) tornadoes on out and you like you know get a whiff of it or whatever and it's like rosemary-ish like um you know mixed with that citrusy orange peel oh my god are you do you want an old-fashioned right now (laughs) No, this is what I'm saying. I'm telling you, I'm like romanticizing my life. Everything is just like from a movie. Like I literally (laughs) feel like I'm living like the highlight reel of the movie. Right. Like this is like the good old days that like whatever happens in the movie, like the plot that is to come, they're going to reflect back on this time, you Mm. know? And so I think I just know I'm like living like something special. And so, yeah, I'm definitely just trying to capture it. Mm. But yeah, prohibition. I would definitely recommend. Um, it's like, just fun, different different dates, you know, instead of just, like, go to a movie and get dinner. Like, that's hard because then you can't really talk or connect. Right. And so it's fun
1: finding new experiences to share together. It's fun to make it an experience. Yeah. Like, to be, like, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end to yeah. how we're going to spend our time together yeah and that's something that like Justin and I were talking about that like can slip because it's really easy to be like oh my gosh I'm starving do you want to just grab dinner like and then it's not really intentional like it's maybe classified as a date night but like it's not like yeah so intentional yeah but I love that I I love how um so something that like Justin and I've been doing because I feel like some of the Like, the distance and the things within dating can be fun. Like, where you're like, I don't see you all the time. Like, you're not all up in my space or whatever. But, like, some of the ways that Justin and I have tried to pull in some of that is, like, I've, like, texted him. Like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Like, want to do this? Like, to try to, like, bring in, like, a little bit more. Make, like, an intentional invitation. Instead of being, like, we need to go on dates more. We need to... Yeah. You know, which I think has been my approach before of like trying to communicate and talk it through rather yeah. than like. Oh, because you would present it through a lens of frustration. Probably. Like, I'm frustrated. Exactly.
0: Because I wish that this aspect of our relationship were different. Would it
1: do more or. or yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, it's been fun for us to like, well, the bike ride was like really intentional because. Yeah. I would just, like, recommend doing something to expand. I feel like that's, like, what I took from you. Like, it wasn't just, like, dinner and a movie. It's, like, we're going to expand it and we're going to um, go to this little bar beforehand and have a cocktail and then we'll walk over and we'll eat our dinner and we'll have a drink there and then we'll get an Uber to the show yeah it, like it's so thoughtful it's yeah. so like played out it's so and it's fun like yeah. it's fun to to have that and so um you've been yeah. dating good and it's been yeah giving me all sorts of ideas uh, yeah i've had some real fun
0: dates. you're doing a good job thank you
1: you're doing a good job Thank you.
0: Bitch, you're doing mm. a good job. Mm, you're doing a good job. Bitch, mm. you're doing a good job. You want to know what my hopes and wishes are for you? Tell me. That the next time um, in after this episode airs, when it's like quiet in your house or whatever, then that's what Justin just randomly shouts out. <laughs> Bitch, you're doing a good job. <laughs> you're doing a good job. Bitch, you're doing a good job. You know he's going to.
1: <laughs> well, friends... Love you. That's kind of where we're at this week. Yeah. I'm walking into change. Yeah. That's out, Vils.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you are. You are about to open the door into change. <laughs> I basically like served him to dessert for breakfast. It was like a cake, man. That's
1: the best.